We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Post-game live... Haven't said that in a while, J. Ellis, man. Haven't said that in a while. It's been a minute, my dude. How you feeling, bro? Hey, how's everything going, my dude? I'm all right, man. I'm, I'm all right, man. I'm yeah. A little, a little rested, but I've been working. Haven't said that in a while. Dude. Yeah. Said that in a while. I, I, I hate you, man. Just, oh, just, just, yeah, just hit the volume on you. And, um, yeah, man, feeling good. Feeling good. Uh, Knicks, Knicks get washed by a score of 117-92 to the Toronto Raptors. 14 and 61 on the campaign. Seven games left, people. Hang in there. Yeah. It's been a long year, man. It's been a long year, but uh, hey, man, it's almost over, man. But, JLs, what what was your takeaways from from this game here tonight, man? Um, I feel like the first unit came in the game, and they tried to kind of compete, but I didn't really like what uh, Mario Hazonia. He seemed like he was trotting on defense the whole night. Siakam was beating him down the floor. Oh, but, Fizz, Fizz, Fizz was irate with Mario at one point, man. Irate oh, with yeah. him. Closing out on the shooter, man. You got to close out on the shooter. The scouting report is these guys shoot a lot of threes. You can't be lazy. Cannot be lazy, man. Cannot yeah. be lazy. Yeah, we be commending Mario for, for playing hard. For uh, this part of the year, but I don't know. We can't be lazy at this point, man. We gotta keep keep it going. But um, I, I feel like even though there was some lazy spots, we were still kind of in the game for the most part. The defense was okay in the first half, a little bit, with the exception of a few plays in Mario. The second unit defense was still was pretty well, but um, they couldn't hit a shot. They couldn't hit a shot. They couldn't got a lot of open shots, a lot of driving kicks, but uh, none of the kicks were kicking, man. Every Good. shot they. Every shot they kicked, drop. <laughs> could not, could not hit a bucket at all, man. Uh, listen, man, this is a well-oiled Toronto Raptors machine coming in, getting ready for the playoffs. No Kawhi Leonard, who they sat out with uh, uh, load management, 
pause. <laughs> but um, I guess he was tired. They're getting him ready for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, didn't have it going offensively, but defensively, back again is the Block Nest Monster. Yeah. Few bright spots, you know. We, you, you know, we always look for silver linings on this show, JLs. Oh, you got to, man. You, know, you got to when, when you when your team has lost over sixty games. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, nineteen points, twenty one boards, two block shots on the night, ties Willis Reed for the most in franchise history. The only Nick, sorry, to put those numbers up. Hey, man, what did you yeah. think about the Block Nest Monster tonight, man? He's due. First Nick rookie to have 20 rebounds since Patrick Hewitt. Yeah. I loved it, man. I, I loved He's our shining star, man. MVP. MVP. MVP, MVP star, chance man. ringing out at, at, at Madison Square Garden for, for Mitch, Mitch man. showing the growth. He extends his two-block stretch. Yeah. I definitely see him ending this year being the second – Finishing second in yeah. uh, the most consecutive games with two blocks or more. Currently in second behind Miles Turner, I believe. I loving the rebound rate has gone up tremendously. Mm-hmm. Before he couldn't grab tremendously, man, like tremendously. Yeah, off, he's grabbing everything like a monster thanks to uh, DeAndre Jordan. Absolutely. Love that this guy continues to hustle night in and night out. The, doesn't matter what the score is, Mitch is giving you his all. I, I couldn't have said it better myself, man. Mitch is giving you everything he's got, no matter what, man. Black Nest Monster, he is poised to finish this season. Um, come hella high water, man, he's, he's going to give it his all, man. The effort, effort is what, is what you know, makes you proud um, when, when you're watching Mitchell Robinson out there, man. It's, it's the effort. Yeah, yeah absolutely, definitely. man. Yeah, the, the only the only other silver lining I can slither, mm-hmm. I was searching, <laughs> is Nas. He shot forty percent, you know, which amazingly isn't bad considering um, how bad everybody else shot on the roster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Mitch, you know, Mitch shot sixty percent. Kadeem Allen with fifty percent, eighteen points, played pretty well towards the end. But Knox forty percent, but Really, what what impressed me a little bit about Knox today was not really his shooting, but more so the two blocks. The two blocks, I really like. I really liked how he kind of chased down these blocks, and he was going after it a little bit on that. And so uh, I like to see that this guy has very long arms. I think he needs to use it. And if we get a, a two blocks and one still from Knox in the game, that means he's kind of turning up in the right direction as far as the defense. Well, we talked about um, Knox affecting the game in other areas if his shooting is off. Tonight was another um, brick house for Kevin Knox shooting-wise, 3-for-10 shooting. But as, as you said, you know, you, you want to see him impacting the game on those other ends, the block shots and the steals. That was encouraging. We didn't know if he was going to play uh, this for the rest of the season at all with the ankle injury. He, he came yeah. up limp uh, during the Clippers game on Sunday. Ends up bouncing back and, and, and starting in this game once again. But uh, couldn't match up well with Siakam, man. That boy Siakam is is a beast. Absolute yeah. beast, man. Yeah, beast. And, and my apologies. 40, he shot 40% from three. I'm sorry. Yeah. He shot 40% from three, which is actually a pretty good number from, from the three-point line. 30% mm-hmm. overall. Yeah. But, you know, 40%. Yeah. So, man, that, this guy Siakam, we, we just we had no answers for, man. He was torching everybody. Knox. Dotson, 
Mario. It didn't matter who was coming in his way, man. Yeah. He just uh, I love how I love how he plays the game, man. I love how he plays the game. He, he's tailor made for for you know the the trend of, of where this NBA is, is going, man. Siakam yeah. is a great play, man. Great play. Constant motion. Constant motion. Stop. Outworks everybody. Just the workhorse gets all of his buckets the dirty way, and it's very efficient. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Nice find by the Raptors. Nice, nice find by the Raptors, man. Um, twenty-three pointers for the Raptors tonight. Yeesh. Ah, ugly, man. Ugly, 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 ugly. Uh, they shot um, about forty-something percent from downtown. You know, they, 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 we we just couldn't get these guys off the three-point line, man. Could not get these guys off the three-point line. Uh, Fisdale earlier this season. Oh, sorry, earlier this week. Uh, yesterday, matter of fact. They asked him about the defensive schemes, JLS, and he said something to the tune of, uh, well, if we get better players, I'll have a better scheme devised for, uh, I guess, the talent that comes in next season, for lack of a better word, man. Well, what was, what was your take said, on that? No, I think he said something like um, he's going to keep running the same scheme knowing that they're going to get better players next season to run the scheme. Right. I mean, that's yeah. Right, was, which is uh, but, I mean, he's very confident. <laughs> but, what, but what does it say about the players now, though, man? They don't play defense. What What does it say about the players now and and his ability to, I guess, impart some defensive, <laughs> you know, tenacity, some schemes here? I mean, is that an excuse? I mean, I don't know, it's, man. It's. It's a bridge, man. It's it's a it's a tangled web. So you gotta have some guys who play defense, and you gotta be able to coach some guys up as well. But you know, there's guys who naturally are just defenders, a la Mitchell Robinson, a la Frank Ntina, and there's some guys you gonna coach up. And and you know what? Really, no matter what, so, like we're we're hoping somebody like Knox becomes passable on defense. Yeah. Right. I'm not sure if he'll ever be that guy who's just I'm gonna lock him up. We, we see him being a scorer in, this, in the future, but we just want him to be passable. And there's a few guys on here that we're just we're just praying will be passable. Yeah, Knox, Moody, A, you know, like half the roster right now. Nah, so I, we I, don't really have the horses. And considering that we only we only have young guys on the team too, I think I had a lot to do. I mean, listen, man, Denver, Denver Nuggets are young too, JLs. Knicks. Uh, I mean, we 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 we've. Since the start of the season, yes, we've shot up or shot down in terms of being the youngest team in, in the league. But Denver, Denver Nuggets been a young team. Portland is a young team. You know, these teams play defense, man. Yeah, but these Denver Nuggets was was whack last season. Yeah, and they they turned it on, and they got some principles going on later. And then they added like guys like Paul Millsap, and they actually have athletes who can run and cover a lot of ground quickly. Good points. Yeah, good points. I don't know, man. I I just I can't st- I can't see a team busting twenty three pointers on us and not say something to the coach, man. I don't I don't know, man. Yes, we don't have the horses. Yes, the, a lot of these guys are back in the rotation players. You know, non starters. There has to be some better effort, though. There got to be some better effort, man. Just look at that. It's like, who's the defender on this team in that? In that? Here was my problem with that. Who's his defender on that team in that starting lineup? Moutier? Oof. No. Mario? No. 
And and I love DeAndre. Yeah. But even DeAndre, he's not coming past that free throw line. Right. Like this, this when that pick and roll happens and he's on the guard and and you got Ibaka shooting threes, DeAndre's not running to that three point line. It's not happening. Yeah. So you kind of already that starting line was already at an advantage with at three positions on a defensive end. And even Dotson with the back cuts gets beat sometimes. Yeah, yeah, he gets beat. Dot Dots we know Dotson's off ball defense isn't any good. Yeah. On ball he's good. But it yeah. sounds like when you start to look at the sc- scope at this team, there's a lot of holes defensively from one through five on the on the bench and in the starting lineup, but mostly in the starting lineup. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear that, man. I hear that, man. Well, you know, we'll see, man. I, I know Ace Bez got fired up on Fizz. Ace was in the Twitter chat going in on Fizz, man. He hasn't been happy with, with Fizz this year. Uh, definitely called out Fizz a, a couple times in the chat. So I, I know Ace is, uh, is striking a chord with Ace tonight. Oh, yo, call, yo, Ace, call up, though. Yeah, Ace, man, call, call up, man. Yo, actually, it's been a minute since Ace called. I know, I know. It's been a minute, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat once again. This is uh, Nick's Post Game Live. Back at it. Haven't been on my guy Jay Ellis in a while, man. CP from Nick's Fan TV. My man Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. This is what we do after every game. We give you live post-game analysis. We take your phone calls. We take the chat opinions. We take your opinions on Facebook. Shout out to everybody on Facebook. Shout out to everybody on, on Twitter, Periscope, on Twitch, on NicksFilmSchool.com, PostingAndToasting.com, wherever you guys are watching us from, man. Appreciate the support. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, wherever you're watching from, hit that subscribe button. Follow us. Share these videos. Hit that like button. We need your support. And, um, you know, we appreciate everybody for sticking with us, man. Definitely That's appreciate everybody for sticking with us, man. That is a act. Thank you for sticking us so far, man, through this long season. Even yes, through sir. these blowouts, man, we still here talking. Even, even through these blowouts, talking Knicks, JLs, man. Shout out to uh, Robert Paris. Aries, what's going on? Knicks 1904, I see you. Ace Bez, what's going on? Uh, the Shooter, what's going on, man? Shout out to everybody out there, man. Word. Shout out to Craig Williams, Silent Zay, the truth, man. Ricardo Custer, Charles Yes, Lassiter, sir. Man. Charles Jesus. Lasseter, what's going on, bro? Shout out to all you guys, man. Thanks for having Yeah, yeah. And, and Craig says, uh, Fish should take some ticks from that Texas Tech game. Yeah, Texas Tech of Michigan going at it right now. Texas Tech up 24 to 16. So we could talk about a little bit of March Madness, whatever you guys want to talk about, man. Phone lines are open 657 383 1509. Went to the Yankees game today. JLs went to the home opener. Oh wow! Yeah, a little little hungover, man. Can't lie, but I had to come on, man. Say what up to everybody. All right. You know what I'm saying, Carlos Martinez, all the way from Australia. What's going on, Carlos? Call in, man. I know you're trying to call in a couple of days ago, but uh, we couldn't get you in. So uh, I'll definitely call up Carlos. But first person on the line, Jay Ellis is Kev from Maryland. Yo, he's got some. He's got some strong words from Fizz. Kev, what's going on, man? What's on your mind? Hey, what's going on? Hey, hey y'all. Hey, y'all. Uh, appreciate it. Big big fan of the show. Uh, it's always cool when I can interact with you. Um, Nick Fan TV on Twitter, man. You are dope, so I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Um, appreciate it, Kev. Let me go in real quick. Yeah, let me go in real quick. Okay. Um, Yo, this, you know, it, it's really hard for me because I really like the guy coming in. He told us all the right things. 
And I also don't want to continue this trend of trashing the coach and firing the coach. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've been through a lot of coaches. It's not good for the culture. But when do we say enough is enough? Honestly, here's, it, it is a big first thing. We all know that the Knicks don't have an offensive scheme. Mm-hmm. I mean, their offensive scheme is these stupid little pin downs, these dumb little curls, these dumb little handoffs. And, and he 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 got DeAndre Jordan out there like as if he's Joakim Noah from like 2005. Mm-hmm. Joakim Noah should not be having eight assists because he spent three games getting like a lot more turnovers than he does assists. I know y'all seen DeAndre Jordan literally throw the ball into the stands because he's out there at the three point line trying to make plays. Yeah, I see. I, I see him. I seen him throw the ball off people's feet. He actually had the most assists on the team tonight, which, <laughs> uh, which isn't a good thing. Yeah, I've said that a few what? times. About so, yeah, go ahead, Kev. <laughs> so I've got to disagree with uh, one of the uh, um, people in the chat here, Robert Paris, who said uh, we can only judge Fizz when he gets talent. Mm-hmm. No, no, absolutely not, because if the scheme is horrible, the scheme is horrible. Um, and that's just talking about offense. Um, we are seeing this heavy guard. First thing, the love affair with Moutier has ha- got to be investigated. <laughs> What's going on there? Like, what is going on there? There is some conspiracy going on there because as soon as Dennis Smith Jr. gets a back injury, all of a sudden, you know, Moutier's back, back, you know, as the number one guy. You know, like, nah, there's something weird going on there. Um, well, the... The, um, uh, you know, go ahead, Jails. Go ahead, The report was, I mean, his his back. I'm not sure if his back is 100. percent Yeah. So it seemed like they were kind of testing right. out how long he can go yeah. today. Probably wasn't starting, even though I That's did have that you did where where you know what? Why didn't you just start Dennis Smith like they usually do and then cut him out faster if his back is hurt? I don't know. I feel you. Yeah. And I, I still see people in the chat saying that you need talent. Do you really need talent to be able to close out on a three-point shooter and not just put your hand up but actually jump? Or actually, right. you know, in a grade school, they tell you to chop your feet and then jump. You know, they tell you just to make yourself bigger. These, these, these NBA players are coming up to the three-point line and throwing and, like, showing a little hand. And, like, these are NBA shooters. They can shoot over over that. That is that is coaching. That is like fundamental stuff. Honestly, Fizz is an assistant coach. He's a great guy, but he's an assistant coach. Um, I don't know what's going on. Like honestly, for me, for the season, mm. he gets a D plus. Mm. And the only reason he gets a D plus is because he played the young guy. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I can't give him. I can't even give him credit for like developing players because honestly, I give more credit to Craig. Robinson, uh, Michelle Obama's brother. Yeah, um, I, I give more credit to the to the G League team. Um, <laughs> you know, I give a lot of credit to a lot of people before it goes to Fisdale. So I don't know. I, I, it, it, it hurts because I really don't want to continue this trend of firing coaches. Mm-hmm. But Fisdale looks like honestly, it hurts. It really hurts because like. Does Kevin Durant want to come play for this? Like, like, <laughs> like, I, like, I'm not even sure if I want to see Kevin Durant come play for Fizdale. 
like, honestly, it's yeah. sad. Uh, honestly, it's, it's really sad. I really don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Um, but shout out to Mitch Robinson. Um, he's just a pure, pure, pure talent. Um, I will stick around as a Knicks fan because I believe in Scott Perry. Scott Perry found Mitch. Um, hopefully Scott Perry knows the right thing to do. Um, if you got to fire Fizz, fire Fizz, man, and just keep it moving. Okay. I appreciate right. the support, Kev. All right. All right. Appreciate it, Appreciate y'all. it, man. Peace. Um, I mean, JLs, man, listen, like like I've said tons of times, man, and shout-out to Kevin, shout-out to everybody watching. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that thumbs up. Like I've been saying about Fizz, man, I want to see Fizz here for all four years. Um, does Kev have a point? Is it some coaching? Is it some horses? You know, JLC said we don't have the horses. Kev is saying, you know, there's certain things, fundamentals-wise, effort-wise, that the coach should be, uh, you know, holding players accountable more so for, uh, um, you know, maybe in practice and during the games. I, I kind of see it both ways, man. I kind of see it both ways. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because Biz said he had the best practice he's they've ever had, like, two days ago. So, so you're like, okay, well, is something happening behind the scenes and everybody's spirit seems to still be up. But then you get out work and you're like, what happened to all that best practice stuff? So, like, I don't know, man. I don't it, – it, it might be – it could be the horses thing. It could be the young players thing. But I also feel like sometimes you need to reward certain players who play defense more as well to send a message sometimes. I mean, I see – we saw that with Mario today. Yes, and I like that, and I like that. He he held Mario accountable. Yeah, like I think we want to see a little bit more of that, especially with the nine games left. You've been teaching all year. At some point, something has to click. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I, I definitely agree. All right, here, here's the um, – let me wait for my comp to catch up. Shout out to everybody in the chat once again. Here's what Fizdale said, and this site is loaded with advertisements, so it's slowing my computer down. He says, um, our defense won't really, really get to where it's at until we start to really fill in the gaps with the type of guys we think can take our defense to the next level. Add maybe another forward defender or another perimeter defender that has a reputation for that. Those kind of guys are the ones that elevate our system to the next level. When asked whether it's possible to shape a defense around hypotheticals, Fisdale said, we've already kind of started that, the idea of the type of players we want and the type of defense we want to play. So, you know, Fizz is, Fizz is pointing to the, the, to the horses, Jails. But what if the horses don't come? Right? We, to- we talked about that in the last time we met. If the horses don't come, then what? This is why you got to be careful with your words, man. This is why you got to be careful with your words, Yells. And this is why if the horses don't come and it's, you know, the same young team and the same mistakes, mm-hmm. pressure cooker, man. Pressure cooker. Somebody has to take the next step defensively. Pressure cooker, man. So I don't think, like, yes, I understand we need better players. And, yes, with better players – you know, coaches coach, players play, and players make the coaches look good. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But if that doesn't happen, you you still got to you know it's you still got to coach these players up, man. I feel you. I mean, it's still a young team. Like, what happened in Memphis? Because 
I'll say this: when when Fizz was in Memphis, yeah, it seemed like as soon as he left, their defense went to crap. Mm. So he did something with the defense in in Memphis. Right. Why can't he do it here? So that's and so you start to think, well, maybe it and maybe it is a it's the horses. Maybe it is the youth. Right. There could be a little bit something to this, but yeah. then. Like I said, it's, it's still a young team, so maybe you might have to take a, a different approach than Memphis and actually start to reprimand some of these players. Like I think, I think he's been buddy with these players for a long time. He's built up enough, you know, friendship equity. <laughs> yeah. To be able to yank these guys out and sit them down if they're not, if they're missing assignments. If they're missing assignments, I, I hear that, man. Interesting takes. Let's hear from Ace. Ace wants to get it off his chest. All right, Ace, man, it's your time, man. The floor is yours. How you feeling, bro? You know how I'm feeling, man. Word <laughs> of a coach, man. Name one thing Fizz told us he was going to do in the beginning of the season that the team is doing now. It's like, what things like, has he done? Who has he developed? What's that, what's the change with the team? Um, talk, How has the team got better? T- talk a little bit louder, Ace. But what about Mitch? You don't give Fizz any credit for Mitch whatsoever. You don't give you don't give him any credit for Mitch. Mitch Trier Dotson. Fizz gets zero. He gets zero credit for Mitch. DJ taught Mitch everything he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, so you say DeAndre Jordan taught Mitch everything he knows? Everything. Come on, Everything. Ace man. Uh, Come on, Ace man. Everything. Come on, Ace man. What? Ace, Ace, you were the same one that said Von Lane's the, the real MVP. Ace. Come on, man. What happened to that, man? Finally got hurt. Yeah, he did. He did. Second half, he was never the same. JL. Finally, fell off big time. Fell off a cliff. I mean, yeah, he did. He fell off. You know, you know, it was maddening too. Like he started getting his legs back. He started getting like a little post game going, and then he got injured again. Yeah, that that's right. How about how about this though, Ace? How about this? There was an interesting article on um on either the Kings coach or the Nuggets coach, JLs, and it was basically along the lines of if we are willing to have the same patience with players, you know, if you look at D'Angelo Russell's rise, you look at you know some players who have you know, taking that leap between their, you know, the first year and year four. Why not the coach? And they point to, I believe, is Mike Malone. I believe is Mike Malone. He's either the, Mike Malone. He's the coach of the Kings or the Nuggets. Nuggets, I believe. He's king, coach of the Nuggets. Okay. And he, they point to their play and their improvement year after year, and his improvement as a as a rookie coach. I mean, Fitz don't got that much that that much experience as a head coach, man. I don't know. I'm not making excuses for him, but why why can't we give him that same leeway, Ace? Why can't we give him that same leeway, man? Exactly. Why would the Knicks hire a coach that don't have experience, man? In New York, man. When we trying to get people like Kevin Durant in them. <laughs> well, hey, he's got he's got point, Jails. Because holes is clicking on all cylinders with the Greek yeah. freaking them right now, man. Got those boys yeah. balling. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna front like I have, I have Budenholzer over Fizz, but I'm, I'm not giving up on Fizz. Yeah, I'm not giving up on him. Even with this criticism, even with the criticism. Name one thing Fizz gave you to hang your hat on, though, that you could say, "All right, I'm looking forward to this next season." <laughs> mm. 
You know, it's, 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 like I said, I, I give I give Fizz credit for developing some of these guys. As unlike you, you don't give credit for the for him developing anyone. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I, mean, so I think that's the fundamental difference between how I see see things and you see things. Like I do before DeAndre getting um guy here, I feel like Mitch was was getting better. Like he was uh he wasn't fouling as much. Um, I felt like his timing on he was picking setting picks correctly. I remember in the beginning of the year, he would set his pick, sticking his leg out. Uh, his timing on the rolls got better. I feel like a lot of things that Mitch, you know, all he had, he, he progressed a lot this season, and it's because of the coaching staff and Fizz. Yeah. And uh, Trier developed a left. <laughs> <laughs> before he got injured. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Dotson got some more minutes after he got shipped out of here, and it seemed like he was shooting better. But. But uh, I feel like we all know that. Last season, Dawson never played, so we can't say Dawson got better. Maybe Dawson would have been the player if he would have just played. So coming that one game, Dawson at thirty. Yeah, uh, I think we might have might have lost Ace. Appreciate the call, man. Listen, man, it's been an up and down year, man. It's been an up and down year, man. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Jails. I mean, he put he he let up Vonley dribble. That was you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we Von saw Vonley bringing the ball up a little bit. Yeah, he was bringing up the ball. Yeah. Iso, Iso had a good stretch. Yeah, I, yeah. Iso, I mean, I mentioned Iso already, but Iso did have a good stretch. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. Was, it was certain, and um, I know no one likes Moody, but he got rid of Moody's hitch. You know, you know. <laughs> Moody stepped up, couple, you know, a couple times. I mean, listen, man. Talent wise, it is what it is, right? We were we were uh, predicted to win no more than twenty nine games, I believe, Jails. Maybe even twenty five, depending on who you're asking. Yeah. And we, I, right now, you know, the the roster and the roster's gotten worse since yeah. then, since the beginning of the year. So to me, we ride on target. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. We're right on target. I think we've had some ups. We've had some downs. Yes, I would like to see things improve with Fizz next year. Me too. I, You know, I don't buy. I don't like. I just don't like him putting the defense on players. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I never really heard a coach say that. Yeah. like I'm not really comfortable with that. What I'll say, I will say, I do. Like I said earlier, I just want him to be. I want to. I want him to hold players more accountable, and and reward defensive guys more next season. If they're like blowing assignments, if they're like, I want to see him uh, reward those type of guys more. Yeah. But I, I I give him credit for helping guys on um their weak a lot of their weaknesses, but um there's a lot more weaknesses to go. <laughs> Hell yeah, that that's for damn sure. All right, let's go back to the phone. Shout out everybody in the chat once again. This is Knicks Post Game Live. Number one post game show on YouTube for the Knicks fan, by the Knicks fan. Let's go to let's go to Long Island. Let's go to Zay from Long Island. He wants to talk about the game tonight and Fizz as well. Zay, how you feeling, bro? Yep, what's going on? What's going on? How you feeling, bro? Yo, uh, Jay, I was, I was watching your Nick Time show, your March Madness. I think you convinced me, yo. Ja, I think Ja's the answer. We flop on Zion. Mm. Yeah. And uh, CP, yo, CP, yo, I'm glad you hit that shot, man. 
Are you, are you, you seeing the, you see like, the oh, free throw? You see yeah, yeah, the Ice in the veins, man. I'm ice like, yeah, ice, ice in the veins, man. The biggest so, yeah, victory was, the Knicks had all year. Oh, man, it was a victory for us, man. It was a victory for us, man. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I wasn't even feeling the pressure because, Dave, we, we was live streaming and everything, JL. So I was like, man, I can't go out like a sucker, JL. man. I can't airball. That was one thing. My man Ron, my man Ron Hansley, shout out my man Ron from Nick's Omni fan. He came up. He just airballed, man, right away. I was like, oh, nah, man. man. I was like, I mean, nah. Fly, yo. No, no warm up. What's yeah. The in the he ain't even dribble. I'm like, yo, my man, you might not get this opportunity, man. You got to relish it. You know what I'm saying? I came in. I came in with my old form, J. Ellis. You know what I mean? My old routine. There's a couple yeah. dribbles. You know what I mean? Follow through. Yeah, I had to, man. I blocked out everything. The suits, the suits was trying to rush me. JLJ was trying to rush me off the court. I was like, hold up, man. Just hold up. Y'all just hold your horses. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me, yeah, let me execute. Yeah, man. Now that was a lot of fun, though, man. Shout out Nick's Omni fan for inviting us, man. Um, Definitely give them a follow on social media, especially Instagram. They're on Instagram. Uh, They do a lot of good things for, basically, they do a lot of good things for um, the non-season ticket holders. You know, a lot of the season ticket holders get a lot of the perks. You know, you see them going to a lot of the events at the Garden and whatnot. So what OmniFan does is when you buy the tickets, I guess, through them, they do more rewards and stuff like that. So, yeah, real good peoples, man. But go ahead, Zay. Go get, get back to your, your point. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so uh, pretty much I just want to come up. I mean, I think we should – I think this year we should we definitely got to give Fizz a pass, you know, because I feel like, you know, injuries been happening. The lineup's been changing. It's like we get different voices in the locker room with all the changes in the lineup. I mean – we should just give him a pass for this year, you know, because mm-hmm. he's still learning his own lineup, you know? That's you true. Know, like, he had the same guys from the get-go, so I think we should give him a pass. Uh, I feel I miss my boy, Iso. I don't know what's yeah. going on with him. I hope he's all right. <laughs> yeah, Iso was out with the cat and, again. Uh, yeah, and then your boy, Frank, I think they definitely should try to trade his ass. I mean, trade him because I don't know, man. I'm off. The most I can see Frank being is like a friendly Patrick Beverly. I'm telling you, man. That's the most Patrick I can see Beverly. your boy Frank being. A friendly <laughs> Patrick Beverly. <laughs> That's the most I can see him being. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. He got it, but it's just he don't got the killer in him to be in New York. Like, let's be real. Let's be real. Like, I see, I see DSJ. I see him. He has like some Westbrook in him. It's just that he don't got the backbone to back it up. Like yeah. he, if he worked on his shot more, he could be like a mini, another type of Westbrook player. But Frank, I don't. I just don't see it, man. I know you guys love. I know some of you fans love him, but nah. But um, <laughs> also Mitch. Thank God for Mitch. Thank God for Mitch. Thank man. God for Mitch. Mitch is the only reason I watch these games, man. Just to see him yes. block, he almost had a pointy pointy. I know he was he was upset. He missed that freaking free throw, but he's still doing his thing. But uh, he got nervous. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to y'all show. Shout out to y'all show. Um, I'm gonna keep watching. I'm gonna watch uh, JL
He said Where, the friendly Patrick Beverly, JLs. That was funny. That was funny, man. Friendly that was funny, man. And he said, "He said I convinced him of a job. I think, I think my my uh, my podcast mates convinced him. Okay, hey man, he was on the side, man. Yeah. Hey, you, you don't got to convince me a job. That boy is the truth. <laughs> Thanks for watching, though. Ja Morant lit up March Madness for two games. Yeah. Triple double in his first game, twenty eight points in the second game, five or six from downtown in the second game against Florida State. What what do you think about his his showing, man? Oh man, he uh, depending on which game he was watching. Yeah, triple double. <laughs> the triple double was great. I love I love how effortlessly he set up his team. For I just you took the words out of my mouth. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Teammates. I love how he was really poised. He only took nine shots and scored a lot and efficiently in those shots. And I just liked um, the quickness and how he recognized who was open and who wasn't. Yep. Uh, how um, he frees guys open, too. Yeah. He, you know, he gets guys open as well, man, when he when he's out there in transition. Um, yeah. I think the rebounding, you know, the rebounding, he's able to initiate the break. And when he when he's puts them jets on, man, it's over with, bro. Ace Bezel, job bless, yeah. <laughs> yeah, job bless for real. The real job bless. Yeah, Ace heard the show. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I love – the thing is, too, is, like, I, my thing with Ja is, like, uh, you know, if he was with the Knicks, like, the Knicks don't, the Knicks don't hit shots, though. That's what it really is. Like, can't, like today it came yeah. down to shot makers. Yeah. Knicks a lot of open shots. So I wonder if he'll get those same assists on the Knicks because – you gotta have shooters to make you look good. Yes, you we see, need some shooters, man. Yeah, man. You we see need all some these shooters. Shots, have those assists from the three point line. Yeah. <laughs> we we tonight, need some shooters. Yeah. Tonight we miss all sorts of open threes, dog. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I I still do recognize though he has he's a great talent, and that's a fact. Yeah, great talent, man. I I think I I just love his attitude too, man. I love how he approaches the game, man. He has mm-hmm. that dog in him that that we need here. You know, hustle music was going on. He says we need shooters bad. Yeah, he, man, that's yeah. that's the only reason why I, when I keep going, um, how much better is he than BSJ? Mm-hmm. The only reason why I really ask that question is because I always felt like when, especially when DSJ first got here, he had like five assist games, seven assist games, and I'm sitting here looking like, yo, this guy could have had 14, 15 assists if the Knicks actually could hit a jump shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then long behold, he had like a game or two where he had 14 and 15 assists because Knicks were actually hitting jump shots that game. Right. So it was like, I feel like if Ja was here, it might be a lot of the same. Like, he'll go to the hole and put, kick it out and... Well, you hope a, you hope we get the talent infusion next yeah, year, you know? Yeah, exactly. We, we, you hope we get the talent infusion. I, yeah. I just like the, you know, the prospect... Um, because we got to be realistic with with this lottery that we we don't get the number one pick, and um, seeing some of these guys, man, in the tournament, whether it's Ja, um, Jared Culver, who's on right now, uh, they are. I don't see the score yet. The score will be back, but Texas Tech is looking strong, and and Jared Culver is leading these boys, man. Ja- yeah, that's Jared why, Culver that's is why. leading these boys, man. That's why I'm like I'm. I'm- I'm still formulating. I'm still yeah. formulating. Like I love Ja. I know he's a talent, but at this stage where we're at, I might pick someone else depending on need or trade down. I don't know. I might. I'm. I'm considering that in my brain. 
Even, I know a lot of people aren't, but I am. He, he's playing strong. He, yeah. He's playing strong. So, I like Boba, man. I like yeah. Boba. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how... Um, See how they come out against Michigan. Let's go back to LI. Um, Will wants to talk about um, John Morant. Will, what's going on, man? Yeah, what's going up, guys? How you doing? Good. I'm I'm doing, I'm doing good, man. Uh, I'm 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 happy that you know John was out here doing with his business because for the longest I saw it as um, Zion Buck. Like, right, we don't get the number one pick. You know, we might go for RJ Barrett, you know, if we don't get RJ Barrett, I guess Cam Reddish. But, you know, John completely flipped that script. I was I was even debating if we got, I thought he would go as low as four. And then it's like, all right, we get that four pick, trade it to the Sun, see what we can do, and they can low than us. But you can get busy, man. I, I don't want that kid. Yeah. Like, just looking at same thing like the other caller was saying. I, I really only watched the game. But Knox and Mitchell, if it ain't dumb, I don't really care, mm-hmm. right? And just seeing Mitchell points to that, I feel like, damn, man, John was there. Yo, Mitchell would be eating on a night-to-night basis. Like he would get busy all the time. And the same thing for Austin too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. you know, I, I and that also goes up to, uh, to you, Jay, uh, because of your podcast. Um, same thing as the other car. I love that you guys were really talking about. And the guy really looks good in terms of what he can bring to the team. So, you know, I, I'm just, you know, you know, I'm gonna just leave it on. You know, if it ain't Zion, I don't know what we go do with the other point guards. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sure that you know we'll find something for them. Whether we got trade up by that's it's the best play available right now. Looking, I'm looking like a great second option if not uh, if not Zion. You know, true, so, true indeed. You know, I'm gonna just leave it on that. Got and whatnot, so yeah, I keep on pushing, man. Love the show, y'all keep on going. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, Will. Guys, yes. Yeah, thank, yeah. Thanks for listening. I was having a hard time trying to trying to hear everything he was saying. It was a little choppy. Oh, he's a little choppy. Oh, okay, yeah. Let me know next time. Let me know next time so I could tell him tell him okay. to uh, um, to speak up. Or it might be on my end. I had a little hissing going on um, when I started the show. I think it's gone. Um, but if anything, if anything is, is, uh, choppy, just people in the chat, just let me know. Uh, you guys know you, you're my, my audio, uh, technicians, you know, sometimes you got to expect that with the live stream. Sometimes got to yeah. ex- expect the unexpected, man. Got to expect the unexpected. So I think he said he was listening about who we would pick fourth or fifth. I think that's what he was saying. Um, no, I, I think he's, I think his point was just, you know, he, he's starting to come around on some of these guys or in that range. If it's yeah, not Zion, yeah. he said before it was Zion or bus, but, um, you know, yeah, I think he's starting to come around and Texas tech oh, is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel you. It's like, you know what it is? Zion would be amazing. I would like, I would still be hurt if we didn't get the first pick, mm-hmm. but for, I four, I, I don't want to do a five, but if I had to go five, I, we can get somebody who's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Three, four, I think I, I wouldn't die too much. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I wouldn't trip on that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't trip on that, man. But Zion, I, if, we, if, if we get Zion, though, I'm doing backwards. Yeah. Up and down the streets of Brooklyn. <laughs> no, nah, I hear that, man. I hear that. All right, man. So we heard from... 
some Fizdale doubters. We heard from Kev from Maryland. We heard from Ace. They're ready to get him out of here. But Rick from Charlotte wants to clap back and defend the Fizz. Nobody beats the Fizz. Rick, what's going on, man? How you feeling, bro? Uh, man, doing good, man. That's a tough introduction because I'm really not dead heavy into defending Fizz. But. Oh, well, the, that, that's what it said. That's what it said on the on the on the switchboard. That's what they. I know, I know, I know. I mean, I was I said I said I was gonna defend him a little bit. Okay, all right. <laughs> but you know, it, I mean, it's it, you know, I can't sit here and say that he's uh, done a good job coaching, but. Um, real quick though, uh, yeah. before I start, I want to you know give you a props, man. You're the most clutch uh, person associated with the Knicks right now with that with that free throw. I am currently 100 percent from the free throw line at Madison yeah, Square Garden. In the clutch, yeah. In the clutch, Scott Perry, Ninja P. If you need somebody for a 10 day, I'm available. I can do post game right after the game. I can get home real quick, jump on the train. Not a problem, man. I'm 100 percent from the free throw line. How at you? You already got the media training and everything. You're ready. That's it, man. I'm, I'm, I'll be, I'll be telling these people, man. I'll be telling them. Put us, put us on the show, J. Ellis. Yes, I mean, listen. If a, next time there's a tech CP, tell Kadeem Allen to move over. Yeah. You that, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna just jump through the crowd. Be like, yo, move <laughs> over, man. I got this, Fizz. I got it. Real talk. And, man. Uh, and real quick. Uh, and also, secondly, yo, Texas Tech is putting the vice yo, they, in they right now, man. They are boys- impressive, man. You only got like 16 points, and it's like almost 10 minutes left in the, yeah. the second half. It's crazy. That's Michigan. Right. Uh, back to, I know that, that's crazy. Uh, but back to Fizz real quick is that um, I think Fizz wants to play like positionless basketball, um, and you know, and doesn't have the horses. I know, I know, New York is really big on like point guards and point guards, but if you notice, um. The point guards cross half court and they give up the ball, and then you know, and then they come back for it. The problem is, is that once that ball leaves the point guard's hands, we're in trouble because we, we, we got nobody else that can create for themselves or for others. If you look at the top teams in the league right now, you know, one through five, sometimes everybody can do can make a play. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and uh, I don't think Fizz wants to play like the Jean Moran, Murray State style where you give the ball to the PG and everybody's spread out and he makes all the decisions. Nah. I don't think that's what he's trying to he's trying to implement. I, you guys were talking about shooters. It's bigger than shooters. We need more skilled players, mm. especially skilled wing players. It shouldn't be a situation where, like, oh, we need DSJ or Mud to come back and get the ball to do something when it's like 10, 10 seconds left on the clock. Yeah, we have no one Play to create basketball, for themselves. You know that's what I'm true. saying? You get the ball, play basketball, do something. You create a shot. Right. You create a play for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue that we have is the lack of skilled players, you know. Mm-hmm. Doc, everybody's one-dimensional. Ah. Frank can shoot. Dot, dot is, dot is uh, pretty much, you know, uh, come off curls and probably, you know, he could, he could, you could do it a little bit, but you know he's not. That's not. Yeah, his you strength. you can't give dots in the ball like with said, three seconds at, left in the clock and expect him to do something. You know what I mean? You got to set him up. You, you can't. Gotta play I mean, for it's really just the it's really just the PGs, and that's why if you look at our stats, our point guards take the most shots because mm. they're know. really the only guys that can create. And JL's weighing on it. So I think it's more than that because even I don't know. I feel like it's more of like an offense defensive 
offense-defense match thing, man, because even if you look at our starting lineup today, Moutier, Knox, Dotson, uh, <laughs> well, who was Lance? It was a Mario, Mario today, and DeAndre. Moutier can't defend. Knox can't defend. But Moutier can make... Uh, those- you know, I'm the, I'm the Moutier staying here, but... You know. Kind of. I mean, I want you guys. If you, I know, I know this was, a, I thought this was a miserable, miserable, miserable game. But if you have a second, or even have the ability to go back and watch the perimeter defense of this game, mm. it ain't Moody. Oh, oh. Just, I'm gonna let you know, just right now, just go back and watch the perimeter defense played in this game. But I'm not even gonna get into that. My thing is, is that it's just that I think he wants on defense and offense. He wants just switch everything. You get, you know you get the ball and you're able to do something, but the problem is is that on offense it's just only the point guards can do anything, and then and uh, and on on defense we create mismatches because not everybody can switch uh, can defend and there's a bunch of young guys and they get confused and stuff like that with, with the yeah. switches, but yeah, but I, that's what that's my thing. I, that, that's why the whole I feel like like you said you get Jean Morant. If you're gonna get Jean Morant, then you better make your philosophy better be that you surround him with just nothing but shooters. And you let him get the you let him work with the ball. Yeah, yeah. But if it's a, if you're gonna keep playing the way you are now, you got you gotta have more than one. You have to have multiple people on the floor that can that can create and you know, look at Denver, look at Philly, look at look at um look at um, Milwaukee, look at Golden State. Look, mm-hmm. they're, they're moving away from the traditional point guard, make every single decision at uh, every trip down, and then he he controls the offense. It's each guy on the floor one to four, one to five sometimes got to be able to make a to make a small basketball play. And we better and we better show up the four too because the East is loaded at the four with Siakam, mm-hmm. Griffin, freaking um um who we got um Philippe, um, Philippe, um Simmons, you got down the line, down the line. We got to get athletic at the four. Yeah. We're going to be in trouble. Miles Turner, you got some if bonus. We're trying to com- if you're trying to compete, Turner. Yeah. You, you just go down the line of the top teams. We we can't we can't go out there with Ellison and and, <laughs> and whoever. <We're> that. <laughs> they need a talent upgrade, man. I hear you, Rick. Man, I hear you, bro. Giannis, Giannis. Well, yeah, Giannis too. Giannis too. Uh, I think I banged it up. You, you still there, Rick? I'm still there. Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I hear you, man. You know those teams you pointed out. They definitely, um, yo, Bucks up. Uh, good team, Jay Ellis, man. I was really watching them because um, you know we don't, we only watch this is a Knicks show, so but uh, I was watching Bucks and um, and Houston. Yo, they beat the brakes off of them, bro. Yeah, man, they're getting they kind of scary though. This yo, they they are a good Not team, man. I I thought Philly was gonna run away with this, but um, nah, man, Milwaukee is a tough team, bro. Tough yeah, team. Man. And then if, um, ESPN did some did some, did the whole projection like uh, like you know some scientific projection about who has the highest chance of winning the chip. Mm-hmm. They have the Bucks at like forty seven percent and and Golden State in the teens. Wow! I mean, I don't know what kind of math that is, but it's crazy. They, I mean, that the 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 analytics thinks the Bucks are a very very good team. But then another example where if if Bledsoe gets the ball, he can do something. If Middleton gets the ball. He can do something. Yeah. You go down. If Brogdon gets the ball, he can do something. Yeah. We get, if, they know, if it's not a point guard, everybody panics. True. They got Brooke Lopez splashing from way downtown. Yeah, all of a sudden. Yo, Brooke Lopez can, can shoot the three 
and can drive, everybody can make a play. Yeah, very versatile team, man. Very versatile team and well coached as well, man. That's what the, that's what the NBA is heading towards, and we're still stuck in the 1980s worrying about we need a point guard that gets 15 assists. You know, come on, uh, come on New York. The other thing is too is that they have a focal, <laughs> they have a focal point in the closer. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have a focal point in the closer, and on top of that, everybody on the box, everybody on the Bucks can shoot threes. Everybody. Mm. <laughs> they everybody can shoot, can but they can also sometimes you don't. Sometimes it's not the three though. Sometimes they run out. If they run at you at the three, you got to be able to be to to put the ball on the floor and find a shot for yourself or find a shot for a teammate and not panic. It's more than just shooting the three. It's skilled. It's, it's, it, we need more skilled players, and especially on the wing too. If, if you're trying to be able to defend, um, defend um, in positionless style basketball. But that, that's just my I, take, man. I, I mean, I go sure. on Twitter and just see everybody always worrying about point guard this, point guard this. It's a New York state of mind, and we love our PGs to love them to hate them. But you know, it's more than that, man. We need more skilled players, man. Okay, good, good call, Rick. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it, man. All right, man. Peace. Got I think jails. that's what they were trying to do. I think they were trying to get skilled players. Like, if you see, um, like the mantra how to send the team, they got Knox because he's six seven, and they and they saw him yeah. like uh, be able to do some little pick and roll stuff. Um, back when uh, in summer league, and even when he was going against Miles Miles Bridges back before he was even drafted, they got Mario because they felt like he was good passer and he can run the floor and it, and he can shoot threes. They got Ellison because they see a little bit of that in him as well. They got Von Lee. Like they're trying to do that, they're really, they're trying to have people make plays, even with DeAndre Jordan here playing point center. <laughs> like they're, they're really trying to get people to, play to but it's just not clicking. Yeah, well, we're just getting started too. At the same time, man, we 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 just getting started. Um, you know, he pointed to a guy like a Knox, and uh, you know they they want Knox to to kind of fill that role, like like you said, somebody that can bring the ball up, who can shoot the three. Um, mm-hmm. is versatile, you know, has that length, has that size, uh, the athleticism, you know. Ho- hopefully he brings it around, man. Ho- hopefully. hopefully he brings it around. Um, yeah, man, I'm seeing good signs from Knox, man. I still saw a stat that said the last eight games he shot 40, what was it, 45% from three and mm-hmm. like 43% from the field or something. Yeah. Well, Knox is doing all right. He's, he's trending up in the last eight to nine games, even though he didn't have a particularly good game today. He did have a particularly good game from three today, forty percent. Forty percent, man. Let's let's take a look at the box score, Jails. Um, stay, take a look at some player ratings real quick. Shout out everybody in the chat once again. Number one post game show on YouTube for the fans by the fans. Shout out everybody watching on Facebook, Periscope, Twitch, uh, posting and toasting NicksFilmSchool.com. This is uh, Nick's post game live CP from Nick's Fan TV. My man Jails from the Nick of Time Show. Hit that thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, share these videos. This is the support that we need from you guys to bring more Knicks fans here. And, um, yeah, so far it's been working well for us, man, so thanks for the support. All right, Jails, let's, uh, let's let's take a look at the uh, the box score. All right. And uh, let me get my, my box score music up. Let's see how we look in here, man. Let's see what we want to hear today. What do we want to hear today? I like this show. I like this show. All right, JLs, man. Who who are your three three uh, notables? Can't call them stars because they got washed. Oh, okay. Three um, notables tonight. Notables. That third one, like I said, is always the hardest. Today. Yeah. 
No exceptions. <laughs> I'll give the third one to Kevin Knox because he's the only one who sniffed. Minus 23. Eesh, that was ugly, man. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just looking at these lines, man. These are some ugly lines, man. Like, you can really throw a dart to pick the third one. Yeah. Like, it's not, not, it's not pick it a litter. Um, but I'm going to just give Knox the third one, shooting 40% in the field and getting two blocks and a steal. Okay. For him all year is uh, some defense to match me. So I'll pick Knox for the third one, even though you particularly have a great Okay, uh, I get yeah. I give Knox a third. I give Knox a third. Number sure. two, gotta be Kadeem the Dream. Yeah, I agree. So, the only positive plus minus on the team. Some people say he should have been starting over Moody today. If you want to talk defense, you need to play him more. Eighteen minutes today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eighteen points, a rebound, two assists. Uh, 66% from the field. One of the only Knicks players to shoot a good percentage besides the number one player rating guy. Yeah, he's efficient, man. Kadeem's in a, he's efficient. That's one thing I like about him. Yeah, man. I really like Kadeem. I really like Kadeem. I, I definitely could see him coming back next season. Him being the backup point guard. Point guard three. That's what I've yeah. been saying. Point guard three. I, I like him in that role. I like him in that role. And um, Mitch, obviously. Obviously. Obviously, Mitch is a monster. 19 points, 21 rebounds. The record setting continues. Another game where he has two plus blocks. Um, I think, I don't know the list, though. I feel like he's almost going to catch the David Robinson for the most games, two blocks and uh, two blocks more in, in the season. I think, yes. I think Robinson might be next. And uh, he should be number two by the end of the season. Man, Mitch is the I, I want Mitch just to be the vocal leader. If Mitch can be the vocal leader for us next season, I think that'll be tremendous for his team because he walks it he will be able to walk it like he talks. If he was became the vocal if he became the vocal leader for this team. Because you have to respect how much he hustles and how much he fights every single game regardless of the score. Couldn't have said it better myself, man. Could not have said it better myself, man. Mitch is, um, Mitch is that dude, bro. Yeah. M- M- Mitch is that dude, bro. Absolutely. Um, yeah, th- those are my three as well, man. Those, those are my three. 19 and 21 boards for Mitchell Robinson. First player since Willis Reed to accomplish that with the Knicks. Yo, man. and I feel like they jerked them too, yo. Yeah, I, like I heard blocks and I look at the doc score and I see two. Two. Yeah. Yeah. I think I feel like they jerked him on one. They definitely did. Maybe it was the last one where uh they thought it was a goal ten. Maybe. I guess. Maybe. I guess so. But I could have sworn I seen four blocks there. Yeah. Yeah man. But yeah that was the three stars of the night. Three notables. Three notables of the night. Yeah three notables not even stars. The, the shells in the chat, JL says, "Who who was the tank commander for tonight's game? Who was the oh, award tank for the tank of the night? Yeah. Oh, that's the, a great that's a great question. The shells coming up with his own award. Who is the tank commander of the night? Oh man, I I gotta go Mario, man. Yeah, gotta go Mario. It's Mario. Gotta go Mario. Yeah, gotta go Mario, man. 
Siakam would just out track meeting him. He was jogging up the floor. Yeah, Siakam. yeah. And the effort, the effort just wasn't there, man. Yeah, it definitely wasn't. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, the tank commander of the night. Go, Samario Hizonia. More like Luigi tonight. It's all good, man. Oh, wait, wait. I thought you liked Luigi. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ma- Mario is ready to go home tonight, man. Mario okay. Mario is ready to go home tonight. Um, Texas Tech up by 20. Yeah. They're about to dub Michigan. Michigan got to uh, put the controller down. They got to... They got dubbed, you know, in 2K speak. You got to turn that off, JLs. You got to turn that off. Culver was 14 points, 15 points, 7 to 15 from the field. Yeah. The assist. It, this, it seems like this is his tournament, man. Seems like this is his tournament. Barrett, let, Barrett watch out, man. Yeah. Barrett, Barrett watch, watch out, out, man. That's all I'm saying. Factuals. I'm, I'm looking at that third spot. Like, I mean, I've mean, I'm, been I'm contemplating. I've been contemplating Culver at three. <laughs> yeah, he's strong, man. Nate in Rochester joins us, JLs. Nate, how you feeling, bro? Yo. How you feeling, man? What up, what up? What's, uh, what's going on? I feel like crap because we keep losing. Ah, oh, man. And we're I want to win games, but. Seven, seven games, <laughs> man. We almost there, bro. Yeah. It's not like you just been crying, dog. You all right? Uh. uh... <laughs> Nah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. Man, Mitch almost had a 2020 today, so that's something. Uh, yeah, not bad. <laughs> you but uh, anyway, I want to talk about uh, Fisdale. And uh, I see how there's like, a lot of talking about him. And uh, I said previously, he's not a good coach. Mm-hmm. And I still hold to that. But um, I don't think he's done like anything necessarily wrong to prove that he's a bad coach, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because when you look at the... Uh, the talent like that we have on this team and like how we've just been moving a lot of pieces. It's like, you really can't evaluate him based on this year on like the development of our guys, because like we haven't had a stable situation at all. Yeah. That's fair. But, the, 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 and, that's fair. I can't, and, uh, can't knock it. Can't knock it. Well, what I really wanted to touch on is, uh, like if Fizdale isn't our guy and like, we, how we always switching coach. We had to think like, I know we've been praising Scott Perry for like all the moves that he's made this year, and mm-hmm. I think he's done a good job. But if Fisdale isn't our guy, and we want to move on from him, that, that reflects poorly on our front office because like he was he was the uh, one that they chose. Like, because uh, Jeff Hornacek had a plan, and unfortunately, or uh, I don't know if his contract ran out or not, or if we just fired him. No, but, he got rid of his ass. But he had something set in stone with the uh, yeah. So yeah, he had something set in stone and. The front office that we had now was like, all right, we're going to scrap that. Yeah, well, his, his I don't plan think that was, was that good either. Well, I don't but. even think Hornacek really had a plan. His his plan was whatever Phil wanted to do. Yeah. He was a puppet. His I, plan I, was really just the way out of joking Noah's contract. That, that's what <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. But, Go ahead, Jails. I, I will say this about Jeff Hornacek, though. Mm-hmm. Um, He had an offensive system. <laughs> He had an offensive system. Like, he actually had, like, there was, there was, even before he got, even during the season last season, I knew it wasn't likely, but in my, in my best case scenario, he would be around to be, like, an offensive coordinator or something. But I, I wouldn't want him setting rotations. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But I, I think a lot of that had to do with uh, Jared Jack being able to, like, be a veteran presence and running that team. If he wasn't there, I don't think 
the offensive system would have been as good as it was, at least for that yeah, first half of the year, because after that, Jerry Jack fell off. But No, I'm saying he actually yeah. had plays. I'm saying he had plays. Yeah, like, actual plays. Yeah, actual plays. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, right now, we have pick and roll and handle. Basically. Like, he was a horrible defensive guy. That's for damn sure. And he sucked at rotations. But uh, he actually had he actually had plays. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I guess I, I just want to because the thing is I don't want to give up on yet another coach no, because no, no, if no, you no, look no, at all the good. teams that are like usually good, it's they have a stable situation. Like not only do we give up on players, like. Our longest tenured player is Lance Thomas right now, which is just bad. But like, we, we don't have, like, a long tenured coach at all. So, like, there's never, like, a stable thing that goes with this franchise besides, like, Steve Nose and the owner. Good and that's why we, like, usually suck for so long. Yeah. So, like, even if Fizzell isn't, like, the best coach, like, I think we still have to – we have to stick with him because, like, we're, we're stuck with him either way. Because if we fire him, that reflects poorly on Perry. And if he if they don't produce – like, if Fizdale doesn't attract a free agent, then, then Perry might be out of here, and then now we're stuck in the carousel again. So it's like, yeah, I, I just want some guys to stick for at least five years. You know I, what I, I mean? want just some to, stability as well. Just man. for stability's sake. I think we'd get better just off of that. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Just a little bit. You know what I mean? Yep. That, that's all I got. Good points, yeah. Nate. Appreciate the call as usual, man. Need some stability, JLs. Stability's yeah. the name of the game, man. And Fizdale's not going anywhere. I think everybody kind of understood going forward that we wasn't going, like, Everybody knew who's kind of getting like a free year. Yeah. Everybody kind of, everybody saw that. Everybody knew that. Like min, a minimum of free year. I don't think anybody's going to even think about firing him maybe until year three. Anything. Maybe just, maybe just ace beds. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe just ace. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe just ace. But no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good on Fizz, man. I'm, I'm good on Fizz. I'm sticking with him. It's been a tough year for him. I, I could only imagine uh, being an uh, NBA coach going through the rigors of a, of a long season, the long West Coast road trip, and you just catching L after L. You're getting washed by 20, 30. You know, it's tough. Got to gotta wear on you as a coach, man. But hopefully yeah. this leads to bigger and better things, man. Hopefully this leads to bigger and better things, JLs, because um, on the news front, as, as we get ready to wind down the show Shout out to everybody in the chat once again This is Post Game Live CP from Knicks Fan TV My man JL's from Nick at Time Show Back at it again Seemed like I got that hissing noise out of the sound So that's good Shout out to uh, Simma Singh, Rohan, Allen What's going on fellas, how's everything? Charles Lasseter in the chat, what's going on? Alright um, On the news front, JLs This KD thing is popping up once again, man this time it is the rat, bit uh, Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons, the rat, says um, he says he's betting the house on it, man. What do you What do you think about this, man? Uh, he's betting the house. Hey, man, as long as it's his house. He's betting the house that KD. <laughs> He's betting the house now that KD is coming to the Knicks. Said it on the Mike Francesa show. I'm in. Let's go. Hey, count me in. <laughs> oh, damn it. Count me in. We need some hope. I'm in. We need some hope. But you know hey, what? Hey, yeah. yeah. And and then he says he says he thinks uh Kyrie and KD's a package deal. 
So he says two, two, two is done. It's like a done deal already. He says it's two is done. Oof. I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous. I'm nervous too, man. Everybody's been really, really, really confident. Like, you, really? Yo, you know, it, 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 the confidence is is uh, is league wide, though, man. I was I was telling you about the guy I was talking on on the train to after the game, and um, this is a this is a prominent beat writer, works for the Athletic, is gonna be joining us during the off season um, live stream. We're gonna have him on as a guest. And he said, he told me straight up, JL, he said, listen, I'm talking to players, I've talked to coaches, and every it's basically lead-wide consensus that this is happening, bro. Take it for what it is. Take it, this is what he said, and, and he, he wouldn't have no reason to lie, he's not, he's not one of them snake journalists, he's a good journalist, up and coming. Um, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, CP. Like, I'm a little, I'm a little nervous, but I'm in, dog. Yeah, I've been in ever since the case, ever since the trade happened. I've been in. I'm in. Before that happened, and I was like, "Okay, oh, he's coming." I was like, "Get out of here, dog!" Like, yeah, no, he's not coming unless it's another slot. But there's two slots. He can pick a player, and Fizz hit a politician. With the, I'm in. I'm in. This is going to be one hell of an off season, man. JLS, man. It's gonna be one 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 hell of a long season. Ping ball, CP. May fourteenth. May fourteenth is is one date. July first is the other man. The two most important dates in franchise history. May fourteenth, two thousand and nineteen. July first, two thousand and nineteen. What's gonna happen, man? Mm. We'll, we'll see. We shall see. Yes, sir. Uh, what else? Other news. Um, Money Mitch is going to be at the NBA store April 25th. Uh, more details on that. I've received word me and JLs may be involved in some way with the show. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But we both got to bring our Mitch, our Mitch shirts, man. Yeah, got to gotta bring our Mitch shirts out to meet the Black Nest Monster, chop it up with them. Hopefully uh, we'll have some... Something good for the show to talk about. Um, what else on the news front? How about this Vucevic stuff? Some uh, Sam Armick from The Athletic thinks that we're going to be in on the Vucevic sweepstakes during the offseason. I'm not with it. Come on, man. No, I'm not with it. Count me out. Count me yeah. out on the Vucevic stuff, JLs. So I'm not with it, man. Because... He's from Orlando, and you know everybody from Orlando wants to like Scott Perry wants. I, I'm not with that Vucevic stuff, man. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what the what. I didn't hear the whole interview of what he said. I'm just, I'm just connecting the dots. Right, <laughs> right. Maybe so. Maybe it's the Orlando connection. I don't know. Did did Scott Perry draft him? I think he might have. I got to see what year that was. I, th- I you think know, I think he wants everybody he drafts on the team. Really yeah. Look at like he tried to trade KP for uh <laughs> for um dude from Sacramento. Mm-hmm. That he drafted himself. Why am I forgetting his name right now? This is what happens when it gets around midnight. My brain starts to just uh, shut down. If, uh, uh, Fox. Yes, the Iron Fox. Thank yes. You. Yes. Uh, try to draft him earlier before uh, they try to try to trade. Round picks for Elfa Payton. Yep, he drafted him as well, and Elfa Payton had like a triple double double. I'm still, yo, I'm still mad that Elfa Payton deal didn't go through, y'all. I'm still mad 
because I was actually eyeing Elton Payton. I felt like he had a shot to be be nice, all, and then he had a triple double last week. I'm like, yo. But anyway, yeah, then, he, he's uh, coming now, up, man. He, now he's we, coming up. Instead, we got Moody, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> because Payton didn't go through, we got Moody. Facts. But I was really hoping we got Elton Payton. I was actually hoping for that that you would go through, but whatever. <laughs> um, Elvis Payton, he's been playing well, man. Yeah. Alfred Payton has been has been playing well. Two way player, man. Uh, absolutely. Like yeah, man. <laughs> Alfred Payton has definitely been playing well, but uh, yeah, no Vucevic for me, man. Count me out. Count me out, absolutely, man. All right, let's go to um, last last calls of the night. Oz from North Carolina. He wants to talk about the Fizz situation. He thinks Fizz is a good coach. Oz, how you feeling, bro? Well, good. What's happening? What's happening, fellas? How you feeling, man? Good. You know, the reason I think that Fizz is doing a great job, I think the greatest job since Van Gundy went to the finals, is because... Wait, what? If you look at the Knicks... you got to hear me out, and I'll explain why I'm saying about Forget about what the teams do. First of all, the rookies have, you know, Trier, uh, Knox, and Mitch have been developed pretty well i would say so you know the picks and the and the their seasons are, are fairly successful but you have to go back in 1986 besides chris Babs, when the knicks had a top five pick okay they haven't had other than ewing they've never had a top three pick right i mean in the modern era like yes since the 70s so Let's say Fisdale in the best of circumstances. I mean, the absolute best of circumstances. He you know, played at like Orlando, right, where they were fighting for an eighth seed. Mm-hmm. You know, what would be the point? The, the reason we suck so bad is because we haven't sucked hard enough to get some of oh. these ballers <laughs> like like uh, Seth Curry, you know, and, mm-hmm. and guys like that that just slipped through our fingers because they got some meaningless wins. You know, and if he ends up even with a top three, if it's it's Zion, it's a slam dunk, home run, probably the greatest thing to happen to the franchise. If the guy plays the way he projects and he has a decent career and he's not traded, right? Because other than that, what would you have expected? You know, even Knox, like for all the, you know, I know people hate on Knox. Yeah. But Knox was the the 10th pick. They didn't have a top five pick or top three pick. But not even as a uh, top ten, he's seventh in in points. He's up like in the top five on minutes. He's up there for you know guys that play at least fifteen hundred minutes. His uh, three point field goal percentage is pretty high. Mm-hmm. So I mean they've gotten decent production. Also considering that he's the second youngest player in the NBA, you know. Yeah. I mean if they had a top five list, they, they might have had somebody a lot better. Okay, and Appreciate the call, man. I mean, listen, I, you know, he, he has some good points. Yeah. I was like, what do we expect? I don't think we're expecting, you know, you know, miracles from Fizz. It was just a couple things. A couple things that we, we, I think the fans, not just us, not just Ace, not just Zay from, from Long Island. I think, you know, people see some things in Fizz that they're a little bit concerned about. Mm-hmm. But like you said, we also agree that we need some horses too. And that's what Oz is saying. Um, you know, we haven't gotten this to this point where we're going to be guaranteed at least a top five pick. 
Right. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, be able to make moves from there. So we'll see. This is big. This is a big part of this is big, man. It's a turning point. Big, biggest, point. biggest off season um, of our lifetime, man. Biggest yeah. off season of our lifetime. All right, last call of the night goes from Jack from Jersey. He wants to take give his take on Fizz. Jack, how you feeling, bro? I'm doing all right. Uh, my concern with Fizz was like uh, he did a lot of talking before he came. You know, before he started the season. Uh, mostly about defense, and yes. it just felt like, you know, um, it's not even his priority. Uh, like, it doesn't, like, none of the players, or none of the rookies that came in, like, really improved much in defense. Uh, Mitchell Robinson's playing great, but that was expected, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, uh, but the fact Mitchell Robinson not was terrible uh, on defense. Um, I thought, you know, early in the season when they were, like, you know, letting them play in like 15 minutes and they didn't really let them shoot a lot. I thought it was about making, like, allowing them to at least get a feel of the game and focus on playing defense. And just like, it just looks really bad. Then the other thing, too, is like, it's the way, you know, it's just the way, Frank Martin is only like 20 years old, I think. All these kids are like 18, 19, 20 years old. It's just sometimes the way it seems like he visibly just gives up on these kids. You can just tell he's giving up on Frank Martin. The kid is 20 years old. He's like, how do you give up on somebody who's only 20 years old? I don't think he has and any faith. And I know he's like, it's a professional league. Yeah, and, I don't think um, he has any faith. Yeah, and I know it's a professional league and everything, but, like, man, it's like it's, it's kind of unbelievable the way it just, you could just see the visible frustration in his face with a lot of the players. And just, you know, uh, and he just does a lot of talking. He does a lot of talking, and a lot of it is just meaningless. Um, and it just makes it even, look, I'm the kind of guy I watch even like, whenever I get a chance to watch even this team play, like I always watch them play, even when they, you know, they get blown out, because I want to see the young kids play. Mm-hmm. But it's just sometimes when I even like watch them play, it's like, and I see Knox, it's like, <clears throat> and he can't stop anyone, or even guard anyone. It's just like, what are they teaching them? It's like, are they even like, you know, are they even like, you know, saying like, okay, Knox, all you got to do today is just play defense, don't think about shooting, just watch your man. I mean, like, I don't, it just, none of it makes any sense. And given the fact that we have so many young kids, people on the team, it's like I'm really concerned about his ability to develop these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way he, the only way it works out for Fisdale, he's probably going to get lucky because, you know, everybody thinks, like, Kevin Durant is going to come here if we have a great, like, fall season. He's going to luck out because we're going to have probably two all-stars on the team. And, you know, and he may not need to do a whole lot. If he just gets out the way, Mm-hmm. And these guys, and there's great chemistry. You may get lucky, but if they end up performing, so far if they get Kenny Durant and you know, and another super, like another star player, and they're, and they're like a five, six seed, I mean, he's done. You know, they're not. He's not coming back. Um, so, but I just don't think he as really. I, I really believed in him when they first hired him, but I just don't think he's the kind of coach who's going to really add anything to your team. And unfortunately, from looking at this season. I'm not even talking about after the All-Star break. After the All-Star break, I knew we were tanking. Mm-hmm. But before the All-Star break, especially like November, December, uh, it just like, it didn't seem like he just was trying to add, he wasn't adding any value to the team, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. I mean, he talked a lot about defense. The first few games, like, of the season, he went to a straight offensive team, like maybe with one defensive player, and then he tried out a defensive lineup for like three or four games. 
Their defensive lineup was actually the best hope we had. They actually played better than any lineup we had. If you look at them statistically, yeah, the offense was atrocious. Offense was atrocious. Yeah, that was the lineup with like, like Frank Dotson. Um, yeah. I, f- I forgot who else was in that lineup. Mitch, I think Jails. Yeah. yeah. It's funny at the same yeah, time. Yeah, Mitch Robinson was the highest plus minus on the team for those games he, that, that they played together, though. Yeah. And I never really went back to that. But, yeah. Um, yeah. True. He never gave it a chance. And he just like, because it's almost like he wants to win pretty. I mean, I'm sorry, he wants to lose pretty. As long as, like, you know, if we show, there's a couple of shiny stuff on the uh, on the office event. A couple of the guys like Mitch Robinson fly across the air and dunk some balls and, like, you know, Kevin Knox occasionally, like, you know, Slide it out with a few three pointers. He's like he's happy. I mean, but aside from that, he just doesn't want to like. You know, it doesn't seem like he's for real. It doesn't seem like he has a lot of substance or even adding anything to the team. That's just my opinion. Okay. And he might get lucky this year because they get superstars. But that's all I gotta say. All right, appreciate it, Jack. Good call. Good call. Yeah, yeah. and then Culver is killing out, killing. I heard. I heard. What's what's Culver doing right now? I turned it off, man. Oh man, he's dunking on people's heads. Wow. Uh, feeling the ball. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, RJ, watch out. 20, 20 points, 8 for 17 from the field, 4 for 4. Uh, 4 assists, mm. 3 steals. Mm. 3 steals, man. He, he's, he's been becoming like a jack-of-all-trades type of guy, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? He's been becoming a jack-of-all-trades type of guy. Listen, we said in the beginning, this thing could change once March Madness comes around. The tournament... Is where these guys want to showcase themselves, man. We saw John Moran put on a show. He's out. You know yep. the Duke boys are going to do what they do. That was an awesome game, man. That Duke-UCF game was crazy, too, man. Yeah. Oh, man. I was recording during that game. That was oh, fun. man. That that game was I, sensational, JLs. Yeah, we, yeah, the live reaction of the game live while I was recording. That was actually kind of funny. Yeah. That that game was crazy, man. So you got Duke. Um, let me just give you guys a time, and then we'll wrap up. You got, um, see when the Duke boys are playing. UNC playing well, too. Kobe White, um, Nasir Little playing well. So you got North Carolina Auburn tomorrow, 7.30 Eastern time on TBS. And then you got Duke Virginia Tech at 9.40 on CBS. Oh, man. Duke seven-point favorites. Carolina six-point favorites. You got LSU and Michigan State. That's that's the opener, 7 o'clock. And then the nightcap, Houston versus Kentucky, the number three seed versus number two seed. Damian Dotson's team versus Kevin Knox's team. And that oh, is at uh, like Yeah, tomorrow? that's at ten o'clock. That that's mm-hmm. at ten o'clock, man. So interesting. Uh we saw Gonzaga wrap up Florida. Um Brandon Clark playing well. Yo, Brandon Clark is another one, man. Brandon Clark playing good ball, I man. Love Brandon Clark. Brandon Clark playing good ball, man. Oh. For legs, dog. Yeah, He's so active. Absolutely. So very, like he, I don't, I don't see him being like some guy who can take over a game. Yeah. He got a, he got some nice one-on-one ISO moves if you need him, and he's just all over the place. He's, yeah, very, absolutely, very, man. Very extremely active. Absolutely. Um, yeah. last yeah. announcement of the night: statement games is coming back. Oh, we got a couple good statement games, but the last game of the season statement games. The jacket that everybody wants is going up for grabs. Last game of the season. So this is just a quick Statement Games announcement. Go to StatementGames.com. Sign up. Create your free account. 
right now. Go to StatementGames.com, create your free account. Next week, we'll tell you how you can win the jacket. Crispy, man. Crispy, courtesy of my guy, Shells Heavy, who's been donating, kind enough to donate these items for the show, for the fans of the show. Yep. Yeah, shout out to, yo, shout out to Shells, man. Shout out to Shells, man. Shout out to Shells. But, uh, yeah, good to be back, JLs. Good show, man. Yeah, man. Def- definitely good show. And uh, when are we back? When, when is that Heat game? That Heat game is Saturday? Yeah, back on Saturday. It was basketball crazy this week. Saturday night, man. See you guys then. Um, JLs, I'll kick it over to you. Yo, I want to watch this. Is this on ESPN or Texas Tech game? Um, it's probably on TBS. Probably on TBS. I'm gonna turn it on now. Catching these replays is hard. All right, anyway, yeah. <laughs> yo. So if you haven't watched yet, check out the latest episode um, of the KLT Show. It's called Nick's Madness. This is Nick's Madness Two. Nick's, Nick's Madness One was last season when we did the first time, um, and we're gonna have an extension of Nick's Madness on next episode too so we're gonna have Spencer on for next episode after this one so check that out uh, but yeah links in my descriptions for everything you need merch um, my social media the Naked Time show is on Instagram and also look out on where am I where, where am I Facebook <laughs> and Twitter <laughs> and also hit my SoundCloud too as well if you can't wait and you wanna hear the episodes on Tuesday hit up my SoundCloud the Naked Time SoundCloud.com for Snake Time Show. Also on the iTunes, Google Play, all of that. And yeah, man, that is all. Back to you, Steve. Appreciate you, JLs. Good show as usual, man. Good show, my dude. And uh, hey, man, appreciate you guys for joining in. Back at it again. Knicks lose this time. Knicks lose all the time, but Knicks lose tonight. 117 92. Seven games left. But appreciate everybody for rocking with us. Good calls tonight. We had some good calls, man. Despite it all, shout out to um, Zay from LI. Will, Ace Bears called in. Shout out uh, Nate. These are people I can remember off the top of my head, man. Shout out uh, Rick from North Carolina, Charlotte. You know, shout out everybody that called in, man. Can't remember everybody, but just to say, appreciate the support. Join the Twitter conversation. The Twitter conversations have been good. The Twitter chats have been good. All you got to do is share this show on Twitter with hashtag PostGameNYK, and we will throw you into the Twitter chat. We can continue the conversation. Knicks Fan TV merch in the link below. Get your Mitch Please t-shirts, hoodies, hats. Got it all in the shop. Audio format of the show is available. Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Alexa, iTunes. It's on everything. On the Knicks Fan TV, you can find the audio format of the show. So if you're at work tomorrow, you can catch up for on whatever you missed. And um, yeah, man, this, this is a good show. Yeah. Tomorrow, you got uh, action-packed March Madness tomorrow. Remember, go to StatementGames.com to sign up so that you guys can play for the jacket end of the year we're also giving away tickets to the draft and that'll be coming up during the lottery show on may 14th so stay tuned man stay tuned statement games and the post game live show are gonna be doing some good things man coming up man so definitely stay tuned and uh yeah man appreciate the support once again everybody have a good night and we will check you back saturday evening nick's heat come yeah. through 10 30 Number one show on YouTube. We out of here. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. 
That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.